0: Who you calling when you forth and short? Man, that's House Sport. Who you calling when you forth and short? Man, that's House Sport. Who you calling when you forth and short? Man, that's House Sport. Who you calling when you forth and short? Man, that's House Sport. Who you calling when you forth and short? Man, that's House Sport. Who you calling when you forth and short? Man, that's House Sport.
1: Welcome inside the House of Sport. The show about all things local sports here in East Tennessee. Not stats and scores, but more of an in-depth look at the backstories of the players, coaches, and experts that truly make Knoxville such a great sports market. You know, basketball season, it's almost here, and the uh, the Vols and Lady Vols both start their season in less than a month, if you can believe it. So they're all really focused on training and practicing right now, obviously, as they inch closer and closer to tip-off. Joining me on the show today is Tess Darby, an outstanding player for the Lady Vols, who is from the state of Tennessee. She talks about what her experience was like when Coach Harper first reached out about coming to watch her practice out in West Tennessee. Also, Tess's little sister is now a walk-on on the team. So she talks about the, uh, the whole dynamic there and what that experience has been like so far. On the men's side, Olivier Kamwa. He was absolutely killing it. Last season, before a season-ending injury, he went through rehab and all that stuff. And then he spent this past summer playing for the national team of his native uh, country, Finland. I thought that was a pretty interesting interview, so hang tight for that. He was actually just here at the House of Sport uh, this past weekend for an event with Zakai Ziegler. First, I want to let you know this podcast is presented by Dick's House of Sport. We've got a rock climbing wall, batting cage, track band golf bays, and outdoor turf playing field with an Olympic-grade track. Come find your passion at Dick's House of Sport. Every season starts at Dick's. Please go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Do that now, please. At Dick's House of Sport, K-N-X. If you're planning to participate in one of our upcoming events, like the uh, big UT baseball event we've got coming up with Jerry Dickey, Kirby Cannell, Christian Scott, save yourself some money. Put in the uh, coupon code HOSPODCAST, all caps, all one word. Going to save you 20% just for using that code. Now, check it in with Tess Darby from the Lady Vols basketball team. Welcome. Thank you for joining me, Tess.
2: Yeah, of course. Thanks for asking me to do this. I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, yeah. So where is it you live? I, I heard it's a very tiny town.
2: Yeah, one stoplight. Um, University of Tennessee at Martin. I live 15 minutes um south of there. Wow. So like north of Jackson, south of UT Martin, in the top left-hand corner of the state.
1: <laughs> well, I've never been to Martin. What how big of a town is that?
2: It's a legitimate college town. Um It's bigger than Greenfield, but it's not very big at all. I'm trying to compare it to anything that would be close to Knoxville that size.
1: You grew up there in in that small town?
2: Yes, I grew up in um, Greenfield.
1: So what was it like, uh, I guess, when you finally got an offer to Tennessee after you grew up there? And I assume you were a Tennessee fan.
2: Yes, um, it was very exciting. Um, I still remember the day that I got a phone call. It was actually homecoming. Um, and we were doing our pep rally the night before. And my trainer for my um EYBL team that helped me, um, he called and was like, Coach Kelly Harper wants to come watch you at practice. And I was like, You're joking, like wow. Myself, like, tell me that to like what's what's going on? He was like, No, like she wants to come. Can she come tomorrow? And I'm like, we don't have practice tomorrow. We have our homecoming game. So we'll be doing homecoming festivities. We won't be practicing. So I had to wait Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then for her to come Monday to practice. So tensions were high all weekend, just like I'm in this position. I have this opportunity. I can't let it slip out of my hands. Um, so she came to practice that Monday, watched practice. But it was very weird because during the time that she did come, it was an NCAA Um period where you couldn't con or you couldn't talk to the coaches when they come to practice. So it was very awkward. They just had to stand over there and you just knew they were there, but you couldn't like, you just mild and wave really was the only thing. <laughs> um, and then she flew back to Knoxville that night and called and offered. Um, and immediately whenever she asked, I, I could have committed over the, the phone, um, but it was amazing. And it's still, I get chills just thinking about it.
1: That's so cool. I, I got to imagine in a town that small though, that maybe the resources for training and helping you improve your game might not have been as readily available. So what did you do? or Were you just naturally that talented?
2: Um, I wish I was naturally that talented, but a lot of work had to go into it. Being um, women's basketball, I played travel ball with uh Tennessee Flight out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee in the EYBL Nike organization. Um, so there I would miss tons of birth day parties, trips to the lake on the weekends in the summer, being a high school, middle school kid, that was, that was really hard, um, but understanding that one day it will pay off Um, and it got me into the position that I am today. So just those long trips, um, they were fun going, but it depends how I played on the way back um, riding with mom and dad in the car.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of mom and dad, so they were both college athletes. Did their, uh-huh. I guess, influence and in their experience kind of help, help nudge you towards that uh goal
2: um definitely everything we do in this household um, is competitive and it all goes back to sports um at a young age they instilled that um hard work you get to where you are with the work effort that you put in um, and that still goes to show on the court and then even in the classroom now um i'm never going to be the fastest or the strongest in the room um, but i will outwork you Um, and it goes with an attitude and mindset that i think that they instilled in me and my sisters at such a young age.
1: Well, now you brought up your sister. So, so she is a walk-on this year, right?
2: She is. Yes, sir. What is that like? Um, It's so fun. Just trying to enjoy every day with it. Just, we had the opportunity to play with each other in high school that slipped away really, really fast. So knowing that this would, what will be the last time that we honestly play with each other and just trying to enjoy every day together, Um, getting to wear the same orange uniform with Tennessee across the chest.
1: But be honest, you've done a little bit of hazing, right? With baby sister.
2: Uh, no, I try to give her the freedom that sister, big sister is here, but I also want you to enjoy your college experience. But if something does happen, I am here
1: if you do need me. <laughs> okay, I was hoping you'd have a fun, like, like initiation story.
2: <laughs> well, if I did, I don't think I could say it online on camera, but oh, good uh, call. <laughs>
1: good call. So Tess, what would you have as a, uh, like a tip for a younger athlete that might have a similar dream and might also be in a, a very small town?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, so coming from a small town, as you said earlier, like the resources you have, um, you always have to like reach out and your work ethic starts with your work ethic. Um, but coming from a small town, I never found myself on any of the, um, like high ranking lists. Um, so I always had to like work harder. As I said earlier, I'm going going to outwork you. Um, but just knowing that rankings don't matter. Um, it's about how good of a teammate you are, um, your work ethic. Um, are you willing to put others before you? Um, so yeah, just work hard. But find one thing that I I guess I'm a shooter. So I always tell myself I'm gonna outshoot you. That's what I do. Um, so just finding something that you're good at, but excelling in it um, every single day.
1: But I do love the uh, mentality of I'm going to outwork you because you know that you can take that into any job um, beyond basketball. So actually, I'm, I'm curious, what is your major, and what do you call your like career aspirations?
2: Yeah, so um, I'm majoring in finance with the concentration in sales. Um, the business world, um, in particular, just trying to keep my option, options open. Um, maybe financial advisor pharmaceutical, medical device sales. I don't know. Business is business. There's lots of things you can do with it, but just keeping my options open and using all my resources that UT has given me to network and um, figure out what I do want to do next.
1: Is is basketball on the pro level or even coaching something that you've put a lot of thought into?
2: I get asked that a lot, but um, if I do get the opportunity to um, play pro, go overseas, I will never be able to say no to that opportunity. Um, so that is on the list if it does come about, but it's not something that this is what I'm doing and it has to happen. Um, just keeping my options open, really trying to enjoy every moment. I feel like being a junior at the university, it's like I feel like I just got there in 2020 during COVID and with the pandem- pandemic, time slipping away and I wish it would slow down.
1: Well, what is a moment that you have um, just fully Uh, Live in the moment and enjoy. Is there anything that's happened while you've been at Tennessee that's just really kind of blown your hair back?
2: Um, Definitely have to go with beating Florida. That is my favorite college game day experience that I've had there. Um, But basketball, just being a part of the rich legacy and tradition that you get to hear about, but saying that I'm a part of that. Being in the state of Tennessee, that's all you hear growing up is Pat Summit, Tennessee Lady Balls. So saying that I am a part of that, um, it's really special.
1: Yeah, right on. How about just being a student? What's your like favorite or least favorite part uh, so far being a student athlete?
2: Um, I feel like Tennessee is winning in literally everything we do. So being a part of that, um, getting to go and support other of my student athlete friends, them coming to support us, just the close-knit community that we have as student athletes, My least favorite part would definitely have to be that I'm four and a half hours away from home and coming from a small town. I'm very close-knit, close-knit community here as well. But being in the state of Tennessee, I do have lots of Tennessee friends. So they come up on game days, football, basketball. Um, They come up there a lot. So it's special to get to see them. Now, I was
1: a student many, many, many years ago. I'm just curious. What are the things like, like for me, granny grieve is that's, that's still there. Right. Are you I've familiar? I've never with?
2: heard of granny okay. grieve. What is you know it? what
1: grieve hall is. Okay. The, the, that's a dorm grieve hall. Um, okay. but granny grieve was a, like basically a convenience store, uh, in, on the first level of this. So I would run down there, uh, at midnight to get whatever you might need ramen noodles or whatever it might be. So I miss the, just those kind of experiences. With your your buddies running down to grab a Red Bull as you're studying, you know at eleven thirty at night. Uh, what are some of those little things just on campus that you you love to take advantage of?
2: Definitely, Smokies Smokies is like our athletic cafeteria. Um, that's one of the big things that I love. Um, the ball walk football. I don't know. It's very like game day stuff. I love sports. Um, so just supporting um, each other and. Game days and having everyone there, Um, the atmosphere, honestly, like the winning atmosphere. Whenever every team's winning, and every team has like high expectations. You can just tell like the vibe and the atmosphere on campus. It's high and it's fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, I know you're with uh, Bridge Management and uh, Brittany was telling me that you are very involved with your sorority. Oh, yes. Uh, my, my wife was in a sorority, and she, you know, had offices every year, and I knew that took a lot of her time. How in the world could you possibly do that and be, uh, you know, an SEC big-time athlete?
2: Um, it's definitely challenging, but um, I like challenges. Um, as I said I've, earlier that I will outwork you, and that's just one thing that another um, I can add to my list of things that I need to do, but, um, having the support system that I do have with Alpha Delta Pi sorority, um, just having, a she was in 80 oh, wow. That's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her, her but and yeah, her four sisters.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe Edie will rush and go through recruitment. Um, but we'll see, but 80 pie, they come to all of our, our games. I go to chapters. Just staying involved, but then also having that way out to like give back to the Knoxville community with community service, Ronald McDonald House, um, all the little things. Yeah, they're really fun. Um, That's that's what I say. I feel like Hannah Montana, I get the best of both worlds, Um, having the athletic side, but then having my sorority life. um, It's really fun and I'm always busy. There's always something I could be doing um, and hanging out with friends is one of the main things that I like to do.
1: Yeah, that's great. But I I certainly admire you being able to manage that time and get the most out of all of that, because I I know, obviously, both are very time draining. (laughs) Um, How about your experience so far at Dick's House of Sport? I know you're here for the uh, Big Orange Hangout.
2: Um, Dick's House of Sport, I think, is amazing to have in Knoxville um, to inspire the youth athletes. And to have a place where they can go, but also, like, where we can go to socialize with our fans, get to meet them, hang out with them, um, and also, like, come together through the world of sport. Um, It's really cool, and I think it's perfect to have in Knoxville.
1: Have you gotten up on the rock wall yet?
2: I haven't, and I don't know if I should.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We can can strap you in really good. You know, at that event, at the Big Orange Hangout, there were three of the football players got up there, and they were, like, racing up the wall. It was pretty funny.
2: Oh, wow. I definitely should have went over there to just watch. And I bet that was yeah. funny.
1: It was, a, it was a neat event. So anytime we can get them involved, we'd love to do that. And we've got, um, we've got a couple of the basketball player, men's players that are coming here very soon. Actually, by the time this airs, they will have just come. It's going to be Zakai and Olivier.
2: Oh, that's fun.
1: They're playing knockout. You, you The the kids, do y'all still play knockout, even yes. though you're big time college athletes,
2: <laughs> We do. That's always, um, One of the go-to games that we play in any of the camps that we go to or just being at um, events like Big Horn Changeout um, to do with kids. Yeah, Yeah, it's always a fun one, high on top of the list.
1: Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, Tess Darby, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to the Lady Vols this year and uh, you and your sis.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
1: The Tennessee men's basketball team has so much talent this year. I'm really excited to, to see them finally hit the floor. It was my pleasure to get to speak today with Olivier Kamwa. How's it going? Doing well. How about you? Good. Looks like you're in the in the locker room? Training room.
0: I've got my ankles on the, on the game ready.
1: Yeah. Do you guys have practice today? Yeah, yeah. We just finished like 30 minutes ago. So uh, what, what's that rehab process like? You you were absolutely killing it last year before that injury.
0: It was, uh, you know, he, a lot of doing the same stuff, just being able to come in every day and, you know, repeat, rinse and repeat, every day doing strength, strengthening and making sure, you know, you're not doing too much, but you're staying
1: on course. Yeah, but it's but it's all good now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just saw a video with you actually of playing chess. You, you're quite the chess man. No, yeah,
0: I do enjoy chess. I do enjoy chess. Are you the best on the team? It's between me and Santi, probably.
1: Uh, is that something because you're both international guys? No,
0: sure. Honestly, I just uh, grew up and uh, had people around me who enjoyed chess and just kind of picked it up from there.
1: So uh, I really wanted to have you on to, to talk about your journey, I guess, from your native Finland to making it to, to Knoxville, Tennessee, to playing for the Vols. What was that like? Like, Walk me through your your childhood. In Finland to, to make it here eventually.
0: So, you know, started off Finnish Finland isn't a, really a basketball country, but my dad played, so I was around it a little bit. Then later on Finland really known for ice hockey. Later on I started playing soccer first. I wasn't good at soccer, so that kind of died off. Then I picked up basketball just because it had been around and you know interested in me. And then uh, after playing for a couple of years, it's, it was more of a hobby Finland, when you're little, you know sports are more of a hobby than something that you're planning on doing for the rest of your life. It's more like you go do it after school just to have something to do. And then when I was like 13, 12, I really picked up, picked up basketball and started taking it seriously. Started really changing my mindset and really wanting to play at 17. I moved to Maryland with my dad. Then uh, after getting injured before my junior year. Actually, I broke my tibia right by the knee. I missed out on my junior year of high school. And then I went to play at Bishop Walsh in Cumberland, Maryland, my senior year. And that's where, you know, all the attention started to pick up and, you know, Tennessee found me and I ended up coming here.
1: So did you move from Finland to Maryland with the intention of like, specifically because you had a dream of basketball?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I I wanted to live with my father too. You know, I was, I was a growing young man, so I wanted to learn from my dad, be around a role model, but then basketball
1: was my dream. And I knew I had more opportunities here than over there. Well, talking about your dream, what what are your career aspirations? Do you want uh, to continue with the national team or, or what, what do you see in your future basketball wise?
0: I would love to continue playing for my national team, but, my main goal is to get drafted and hopefully have a good career in the league. You know, be one of those guys that sticks. As of right now, I'm just trying to get drafted. I'm trying to get my foot in the door. So, right on. Gonna have to have a good year here with my guys.
1: Uh, in another SEC uh, tournament championship, right? Absolutely. Hey, hopefully, season two. You know, talking about Finland, and, and I'm just now thinking of this because every year you see, like these polls that come out about the happiest countries and it's like five years in a row Finland or one of these Scandinavian countries they're always listed as the happiest like citizens why is that what's going on it's so stinking cold there it is cold but you
0: know you can do a lot of fun stuff in the snow if if you if you dress right and if you know how to play in it but I think it's really just the community it's super safe you know the most crimes that you'll come across in Finland are people getting drunk and in the fights. So it's like it's just safe and whenever you feel safe you're going to be happier than what you would be if you weren't safe. So I think it's the security and the safety of of Finland as a people that allow allow Finnish people to be happy, you know? Uh,
1: and, and it's totally fine if you don't know this. I just I don't know why what makes it so much safer. Do you have any idea? Why is it safer than here?
0: Well, I think it's kind of a culture thing. Like in Finland the, we Our taxes are super high. So then there's not really areas that are, you know, I guess the easiest way to say it, we don't really have ghettos or we don't really have places where, you know, they're impoverished people. Like everybody kind of has some kind of money in their pocket because of the social security system and taxes that we play, so, pay. So everybody's going to have food and a house a home or something to go to sleep to or something to, you know, ensure that they're healthy and You know health insurance is is basically covered through taxes so everybody has health insurance so i think it's just the fact that there are less people in that struggle because of the system that's in place then it kind of takes away the need for people to think that they need to do certain things you know often you hear stories people selling drugs or people committing crimes it's because they need something they need food or they want money or they don't have enough or you know And when you kind of eliminate that need or that want or that desperation i feel like that was that's something that has helped a lot just in in what i have seen in my experience that's that's how i would answer that
1: yeah there's a there's a book i've read recently it's called the broken ladder and what you're telling me reminds me so much of that and and that that makes total sense so i i was just curious and uh i appreciate your your insight there um so, actually, by the time this comes out, you will have just played Knockout. But for purposes of you and I talking here, talk about the event with uh, Zakai. Uh, like, what do you expect playing Knockout with kids um, at, at the House of Sport?
0: I think I think it'll be a lot of fun, you know. I've never done an event like that myself, but I think it'll be great. Hopefully, we get a lot of people to come out. You know, we'll be able to just have fun with the kids, enjoy some time. I know Z is, is really – going guy. So he'll be able to bring the energy up. And I know myself, you know, we bounce off each other really well. So I think it'll be fun. I think uh, if, you know, if, like I said, if a lot of people show out, then we'll be able to just enjoy our time, take some pictures, play knockout. Hopefully I'll win a couple games, you know, beat more Z more than he beats me. And, you know, hopefully the kids will be able to just enjoy having fun with us and coming out and, you know, hanging out with each other and us. You know, and you know, I've been out there in the Dixfield, Field, and it's a really open space, so it's really nice out there. So I think that'll all come together to create a good, good afternoon.
1: What is your knockout style like? Uh, and and where my head is going is the last time when we had Santi and Urosh out to do the same event. Of course, Santi's the shooter, and Urosh was like getting nasty. He would like reject people and throw the ball to to really knock you out of play. Just just really doing what it takes to win. What is Olivier's game coming with the knockout?
0: You know, Olivier is also, you know, Olivier got a little touch. So how I get at it is I'll shoot it to make it. But if I miss it, I'm dunking it right off the rim. So I got best of both worlds, you know. And then if if my touch is off, I'll just throw it off the backboard and go get it before the other guy can even, you know, react. And it's already laid up. So I kind of take advantage of the fact that I have some talents that others may
1: not a little height advantage, too. Yeah. Please don't break our goal, by the way. Uh, um, no, I'll do my best not to. Uh, hey, so I got a little uh, speed round with a couple th- uh, questions about your teammates. Okay. On the balls. First of all, funniest on the team.
0: Funniest on the t- team, Jonas. Just his personality. He's a goofball. Just a big seven-foot, large human being who's goofy as life. So he goes so- with like like, physical humor, too. Yeah, physical, and this is the things he says and the way he behaved. Yeah, it's all. I mean, obviously, I can't vote for myself, so I have to, you know, go outside myself.
1: Right. Uh, Who on the team is going to have the longest basketball career? Uh, could be Santi. Interesting. Uh, Could be Uh, Santi. Who would be
0: the best coach? Best coach. Oh, that's a great question. I think. uh, I think Josiah is up there. Honestly, I think Zakai would probably be a better coach than he thinks he would.
1: Oh yeah, I actually thought you were gonna say Josiah was the funniest. Yeah, no, he's funny though. <laughs> he he's just always goofy anytime he's over here. So so I want to ask best dressed, and the reason is because I I watch the NBA draft every year, and those guys always fully bring it. Who who would be the best dressed at the NBA draft? Me for this yeah? one,
0: I, I'm not even if I'm not
1: supposed to vote for myself. I vote. For no, myself. you can. Yeah, what? Absolutely. What have you got? What have you got planned? Is it like a like a bright suit? See, the thing about me is
0: I'm calm, and to me, best dress isn't always the flashes. I think I'll just absolutely have a smooth, smooth operator type of fit going on, and you know my shoe game. Even though right now, right now it isn't what it needs to be, it will
1: be soon enough. Are you a sneakerhead too? absolutely yeah sometimes Oroch will, will send me a text about some uh, Jordans or something but the trouble is he's like I need a size 17 I'm like ah, I don't have those <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Whatever. Big feet. the big feet gets, a little, gets you
1: so this one, uh, this one will be fun do you have a sister Olivier I have two sisters okay which teammate would you least want to take your sister out which teammate would uh, Jemai okay I saw, I saw that asked on NFL network once uh, it was when he was with the Vikings. They asked the like, like 10 guys and all of them unanimously said Stefan Diggs. And yeah. I just, I thought that was a funny question. <laughs> they all said it with, with like passion too. Yeah, if you get singled out, that's bad news. Right. Hey, what's your hype uh, playlist before a big I
0: game? I like to listen to Meek Mill. I like to listen to J Cole, Ghana, some po- uh, pop smoke, Polo G. Uh, usually if it's a select few songs, I'll put on Middle Child by J. Cole or I'll put on Rico with Drake and, and um, Meek Mill on there. I think those are some good ones.
1: And what do uh, what should we expect from the Vols this season? There's so much talent on the team and coming off a hot year last year. what 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 do you expect?
0: I expect the only team that will be able to beat us this year is us.
1: That's a good call out. That's a good call out. We had a we had a lot of fun watching you guys last year and you come into the season with that mentality, man. You guys are gonna go far.
0: Yeah, I think the only team that's gonna be able to take us out of competition is ourselves.
1: Well, that's cool, man. How how have you enjoyed uh, the NIL opportunities you've had so far? I personally
0: last year I kind of took it slow. My focus was really on basketball and then I got hurt. So in all in all honesty, I have not I've not I've yet to
1: really Explore too much NIL opportunities. Well, cool. I, I know the folks at Bridge are going to keep you busy if you want to be. Nah, of course. All right. Olivia, come on. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, buddy.
0: Appreciate you. You have a great day, okay? Go balls. Yes, sir.
1: All right. So, one more time, that coupon code to save you 20% off of any experience at Dick's House of Sport. It is simply HOS Podcast, all caps, all one word. Just enter that as your pan on the website, and it's going to save you some dough just like that. Take advantage, and feel free to uh, share it with folks as you're uh, talking about the podcast, as I'm sure you're going to. Hey, taking a quick look at some of the big events we got coming up at Dick's House of Sport. Uh, As I mentioned earlier in the show, we've got a big baseball event coming up with Jerry Dickey, Kirby Cannell, Christian Scott. They're going to be here November the 13th, playing baseball with kids, running through some drills, giving some tips, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be really cool, and of course, they'll sign autographs, take pictures, all that kind of uh, stuff. Uh, And you know, October the 30th, we're doing a Halloween event. Tons of local mascots and costumes are going to be here. I'm super excited for this one. I know my kids are going to want to come. But we're we're talking like the Carson Newman Eagle. Lots of area high school mascots, Tennessee Smokies. Um, Homer's going to be here. Chili Bear from the Ice Bears. So bring your kids in their Halloween costumes October the 30th. Uh, It starts at 2 o'clock out on our field. So much fun for Halloween to be had here at Dick's House of Sport. Uh, also, we can uh, now rent our field to you for birthday parties. Reach out and we can talk to you about that. For that, and our full events calendar. Go to dicks.com slash of sport knx. Thanks again so much to Tess Darby and Olivier Camois for joining me on the podcast today. And as always, thanks to Mike McBath Music for the song. I'm Casey. Thank you so much for listening
0: who you calling when you are and short sure? man that's how sport who you calling when you forth and short sure? man that's how sport who you calling when you are and short man that's how sport who you calling when you fourth and short man that's how sport who you calling when you are <inaudible> and short man that's how sport who you calling when you forth and short man that's how sport